Welcome to Cato Daily Podcast. I'm Anastasia Glova, and you're listening to the podcast for Wednesday, December 20th. Today, we talked to Cato foreign policy analyst Justin Logan about the election in Iran last Friday. Iran's interior ministry released the results for the assembly of experts yesterday. The results, a kind of popularity contest for President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, were a victory for moderates such as former President Rafsanjani and the rebuke of Ahmadinejad's policies. What was the significance of the elections in Iran last Friday? Well, we don't have a full roster of official results yet, but I think the interesting thing and the thing that the media certainly has highlighted has been the fact that the party slate associated with President Ahmadinejad, which had the somewhat curious title, The Sweet Scent of Service, did exceedingly poorly, particularly relative to, for lack of a better term, pragmatists or moderates allied with former President Rafsanjani, as well as moderates and reformists making something of a comeback. But I think that the underlying thing that it is important to recognize is that Ahmadinejad is not a unitary center of power inside of Iran. There are extremely complex political forces that are afoot. There are elections, admittedly deeply flawed elections, in which some candidates are precluded from competing. But there are these various factions inside of Iran, and the ascension and decline of these various factions is something that has an impact on U.S. policy and that we need to be cognizant of. And why do you suppose that Ahmadinejad's reformist rivals are gaining popularity today? Well, I don't want to overstate the extent to which it is reformists that are gaining. I think the the biggest beneficiary of these elections has been the Rafsanjani slate, which people generally call moderates. I'm not sure that's the best possible term, but pragmatists, or if you really probably want to be more accurate, cynics, people who are very much seeking power and are willing to do whatever they think necessary to get to it. There's been a lot of scuttlebutt and speculation that the Assembly of Experts competition was possibly even an attempt to eventually set the stage for unseating the supreme leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khamenei. There is a senior cleric, Taki Mezbayazdi, who, depending on which reports you hear, was trying to stack the assembly of experts such that they could potentially even unseat Mr. Khamenei. I don't know whether that is accurate or not. But again, there are very complex political forces at work here. And I think, again, on net benefit, it's clear that the, the reformists made something of a comeback after a near total collapse after Katami was ousted. But the big winners here seem to be people surrounding Rafsanjani. If we look at this from the point of view of this being Ahmadinejad's first popularity contest, can we divine anything about Iran's future political direction? Well, it's certainly tough to predict enduring political trends, even in our own country here, let alone abroad. But I do think that it reflects a certain unease among a significant part of the Iranian electorate about the direction Ahmadinejad is taking things. There's a peculiar tendency among American neoconservatives to represent the Iranian leadership, be it Khatami, be it Ahmadinejad, as sort of part of this unitary evil that is the Iranian government. And like I say, you can particularly see that with respect to people who are hawkish about Iran. They tend to blur the distinctions between the various factions inside of Iran. And because neither Khatami nor 
or Ahmadinejad went far enough for their tastes, they are all seen as part of some unitary faction. But I think that it is important to pay attention to the differences of opinion among the various factions inside of Iran and who it is that we're dealing with over there does matter. You can certainly overstate the extent to which it matters, but I think any of us, to the extent that we're dealing with someone, would certainly rather be dealing with someone like Mohammad Khatami than like Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. An interesting report out of Time magazine with respect to the Ahmadinejad angle is that apparently there are people close to Khamenei who are getting very uneasy with Ahmadinejad. One unnamed but senior conservative leader who did an interview with Time magazine went so far as to predict that the Iranian parliament is going to get rid of Ahmadinejad before his first term ends in 2009. And the quote that they ran is that most of the decision makers and the elite are against him. If he becomes less popular, even the supreme leader will withdraw his support. So I think that there's some evidence that very important people and the Iranian people popularly, generally, have some unease about Ahmadinejad. And I think that to the extent that we escalate pressure on Iran at this point in time, Ahmadinejad is going to use that to the best of his ability to shore up support as a nationalist unifying force against the United States, which is exerting itself from outside. And we really need to be cognizant of the fact that our actions are going to have an impact on the domestic politics inside of Iran. If you enjoyed this program, consider subscribing to Cato Audio, a dynamic 60-minute monthly recording that brings you inside the Cato Institute for highlights from exceptional, one-of-a-kind lectures and events on key issues of the day presented by nationally known scholars, authors, and political leaders. Cato Audio is available on our website as well as on iTunes and audible.com.